listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. Today is December 23rd, 2022, and for this week's episode, I'm going to talk about a backlist title related to new releases and a backlist title related to exciting things for next year. Uh, For me, exciting for me. Uh, So let's get to it. So hi, this is my last backlist episode of 2022. Bananas! That went fast. I know everybody says that, I'm sorry, but it really, it's just, it's gone. But I'm looking forward to reading lots more books next year and squeezing in as many as I can before the end of this year. And yeah, just generally books. You know how it is. So I'm going to tell you about some books today. But before I do that, we are going to hear from a sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Greenleaf Book Group. No summer vacation should be without a great read. And I don't know about you, but I am partial to mysteries and thrillers for my hot month reads. It's hot girl reading summer always over here. And from the award-winning librettist of Legally Blonde, the musical and the screenwriter of Freaky Friday, Heather Hawk, comes the page-turning psychological thriller, The Trouble with Drowning. So when author Eden Hart floats into Tucson's Antigone books and all her dazzling perfection to give a reading, Kat, a struggling writer, can't help but compare herself. Thankfully, Kat's life starts to take on its own Eden-like glow when her literary future takes shape and she falls madly in love with Jacob. As demons from her past begin to surface, Kat's mental health craters and this halcyon dream slips through her fingers. For the fastest paced slow burn you won't be able to put down, be sure to check out The Trouble with Drowning by Heather Hawk on Amazon or your retailer of choice. And thanks again to Greenleaf Book Group for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang. So this is an interesting love story. It's great for fans of Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow and High Fidelity. It's set in the mid-90s at NYU. And it follows young Wang, who has gotten the advice of love through Chinese numerology from his uncle. So he believes that he will have seven great loves in his life. And then he meets Irena in 95. And she's like the best. She's brilliant, charismatic, quick-witted, funny. They fall in love. But the thing is, she's number six. So if he is to have seven great loves, does that mean his time with Arena is going to come to an end? So this is a love letter to Western pop culture, Eastern traditions, and being a first-generation New Yorker. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang for sponsoring this episode. Now... Before I tell you about today's recommendations, I want to remind you about our tailored book recommendations here at Book Riot, because it is the perfect gift for the book nerd in your life, or buy it for yourself. But your special someone, when you get them tailored book recommendations, will then tell our professional book nerds, we call them bibliologists, which is really fun to say. They will tell them what they love and what they don't love, what their reading goals are and what they need more of of in their bookish life, and then they just sit back while our bibliologists go to work selecting books just for them. Now, TBR has plans for every budget. You gift one quarter or a whole year, 
You can give hardcovers in the mail or recommendations only via email, and the recommendations only level is available worldwide. So visit mytbr.co slash gift to give the gift of books. That's mytbr.co slash gift. My first pick for today is Yinka, Where Is Your Husband? by Lizzie Damalola Blackburn. It's husband, H-U-Z-B-A-N-D. I'm very excited to talk about this today because it was one of my favorite books of 2022. It came out in January. I didn't get to talk about it on the show of favorite fiction because if you listen to the show, you know that I drew book titles out of a hat because there were so many I, I just couldn't decide. And this was not one of them that I got. And it just came out in paperback, so it is officially backlist. So we're going to talk about it now. Yay! This is about Yinka, a 30-something Oxford-educated British-Nigerian woman. At the beginning of the book, we find out that her sister is having a baby. She's visiting with family, and her mother and her aunties are like, Yinka, when are you going to get a man? Where is your husband? You need a man. They're like sole purpose in life seems to be finding Yinka a husband. Like, they even, like, talk about it and prey on it. And she's not thrilled with this. Yinka thinks that her life is pretty great how it is. Uh, She has a job that she loves. She just got out of a long relationship, but that's okay. She's waiting for the one, like, capital T, capital O. And if it takes a little bit longer to find that, that's fine with her. But also... She might be lying a little bit about how great her work life is and how great she's doing. But really, everyone just needs to butt out. Then she finds out that her cousin is getting married, and she's going to have to find a date for the wedding. Because if she can't find herself a date, her mother and her aunties will find one, and that will be disastrous. So she turns to what, you know, most nerds do when they need a date. She makes herself a spreadsheet of what she's looking for in a date and who might be the perfect date. And it's just really fun. And also, it's like a great way to like maybe find the one, capital T, capital O. This is really smart, and it's funny. I loved Yinka's friend Nana. It's quite a bit Bridget Jones-ish, if you like that story. It's just really fun about, like, don't let anyone tell you what you need. And don't let anyone make you feel bad for being who you are. And I hope that everyone picks this one up because I love it so much. It's Yinka, Where Is Your Husband? by Lizzie Damalola Blackburn. Now, my other pick for today, I'm quite certain I've probably mentioned on this show before, but I was like, what am I going to talk about on the show today? And then I started thinking about, what am I going to read for my first book of the year? I always feel a lot of pressure. Like, the book that I choose to read first in the new year is going to, like, set the tone. So, I landed on Einstein's Dreams by Alan Lightman. Now, I've read this book a bunch of times. And actually, I've set a couple of reading goals for myself next year, which I don't normally. But one of them is, sounds kind of weird, but it's to reread fewer books. I went bananas with the rereads this year. Uh, This weekend, I just read all of the Murderbot series, again, for like the fourth or fifth time. I read Unlikely Animals seven times this year. I read The Employees five times. I read over 20 other titles twice or three times. And it's what I needed, I think. It was like comfort food for my brain, you know? I was like, I like this, so I'm going to frost my brain with happy book icing, and it's going to feel good. And it was great, but rereading eats up a lot of time that I could be reading books that I've not read before. You know, and like, whatever. If that's what I need to do, if that's what you need to do, it's what you need. But I do want to try and do it less next year. Except, like I said, uh, Einstein's Dreams, which I have read many times, 
I want it to be the first book that I read next year because it's such a beautiful, smart little book. I think it's a great book to kick off my reading year. It's almost exactly like it sounds. Einstein is a character in the book and he's having dreams and they're all about time. So there are these little vignettes where time is going forward. And then the next one, time is going backwards. Time is nonlinear. Time doesn't exist. And there are all these little dreams about what life is like when these things happen. It is so, so lovely. It's a classic. It's 30 years old now. turned 30 this year. It has 37,000 ratings on Goodreads and still an average of 4.1, which is just amazing for a book with that many reviews. And I actually realized I don't know anything about Einstein, really. I mean, I know he was a scientist. I know he's supposed to be the smartest. I know the E equals MC squared. And he had wild hair. And I think he had a daughter that popped into my head just now. But that's really all I know about him. Uh, So I think one of my goals for next year is to read the Walter Isaacson biography of him that came out 15 years ago. Because it's so interesting to think that he's so prevalent in our society still, you know, whether we're calling people Einstein or, you know, you're seeing him or hear about him on Jeopardy all the time, but I don't actually know anything about him. So I'm going to read that and I'm going to read this first. This is like the perfect gift book. It's a great birthday holiday gift. It's a perfect graduation present. And it's, I think it's going to be a lovely way to kick off the new year. So this one is Einstein's Dreams by Alan Lightman. Now for dealer's choice today, I was going to read Hercule Poirot's Christmas because it's been several years since I've read it. And I was kind of like in the holiday bookish mood. But I got distracted and someone told me that Flight by Lynn Steger Strong, which came out this year, um, is set around the holidays. Which, like, I don't know how I didn't read that one. I had it. I was very excited about it. Somehow it slipped through my fingers and I didn't read it. So that's definitely on my like list of books that I want to read before the end of the year. But I was going to read that one for my holiday related book. And then I got distracted by something shiny and green and rotting. And that would be Return of the Living Elves by Brian Asman, which is just a Christmas ripoff of Return of the Living Dead. And it's ridiculous. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And so um, if you want something super gross and holiday related, I highly recommend that. And that is it for me today, book lovers. That is it for me this year. Woohoo! Thank you to our sponsor. Don't forget to go to mytbr.co slash gift to give the gift of books. Thank you to our awesome audio editor, Jen Zink. You can find the list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. And if you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. If you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, you can catch me on Instagram at friends and comes alive. And I'll be back on Tuesday to tell you about the week's great new releases. Actually, I think next week it's the books we're looking forward to in 2023. That will be that episode. Uh, and for more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com. And don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen, or just search book riot on your podcast player of choice. Have a great weekend kittens and happy reading. <laughs>